Are you getting into God's Word every day? Are you feasting on His Word every day? Or do you feel malnourished when it comes to God's Word? We're going to talk about it today as we talk about the 40-day feast. Not fast, but feast with author Wendy Speak. And good morning, Wendy. Good morning. I'm so happy to be with you all today. Yeah, thanks for joining us so much. So, you know, Wendy, I know for me, I can go home, I can look at my bookshelf, and I can probably count probably a dozen Bibles sitting there on my shelf in different, uh, you know, different forms, different translations. But, you know, I think that there's a lot of us in the country today that are the same way, but we're not actually reading God's Word. Is that what you found and why you wrote this? Absolutely. What I found is that Bible believers, sincere Bible believers, are not Bible readers. Mm. And so I've found over the last years as I've been leading online fast, so laying down something that we are turning to in order to pick up our Bibles and taste and see how sweet God's Word is, Mm -hmm. is that while people want to awaken their hunger for God's Word, there's just a, but I don't know how to, or I'm busy. And so over the course of 40, I guess, meals, we could say, 40 courses, Mm -hmm. we talk about why should we be eating it? Why should we be reading it? How do we read it? And what should our our lives look like if we are? Mm -hmm. So let's start with how should we read it? Because I think sometimes we may sit down and open our Bible and read the words, but maybe we're not taking in the nourishment. So how do we read it? No, I love that you use the term nourishment. We're going with this feast analogy now, Mm -hmm, because it is nourishing, absolutely. I love the middle section of this 40-day feast because we really get practical, but we keep it simple. One of the ways that I do the how is before I even open God's Word, I make sure that I'm open to God's Word. Mm -hmm. I I used to have a pastor for a season of my life that he would take take the... podium and stand there behind the podium on Sunday mornings and put his hand on either side and look out at the congregation. And he would say, are you here to hear from the Lord this morning? Hmm. And that he would wait. And over, over time, Sunday after Sunday, I started to hear that when I would open my Bible during the week. Wendy, are you here to actually hear from the Lord? Hmm. And I would make sure that that's why I was opening God's Word, not to check some box, not to get through my reading plan, but to be in relationship with the God of the Bible, we read our Bible not to know our Bible, but to know God. Mm-hmm. That's right. So, Wendy, um, you know, if I could ask, what makes this book different than other people that have written books about reading God's Word? Yeah, more than a how-to, it is a why-to. And let's get hungry for the why. And the why is actually a who. So before we even get into the how, we just focus on the goodness of God. This Bible narrative is a rescue story. It's about his incredible, demonstrative, extravagant love. And I think that we have an intellectual understanding that that's all in there. Mm -hmm. But let's actually feast on it and turn to it and turn to him in lieu of all the other things we turn to in our lives from what we eat to the phones we're scrolling through every day, because those things aren't going to satisfy us. They're not going to sanctify us. And so let's start turning to the only thing that can. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, just like a meal has different parts to it, how do we how do we stay away maybe, and what are maybe some of those parts that aren't so healthy from, a, from the way that we approach Scripture that would be considered 
you know, sweets or things that are not good for us, as opposed to really the main course, that which provides uh, vitamins for us from Scripture. Mm, I think it's very easy to scroll through Instagram and see a, see a, a great, wonderful, true graphic and um, that's, that's a, maybe John 3.16, and we say, wow, that's really great, and that really impacted me, and it was right on time, and I needed it. And we can even say, I read a great blog post, or even I read a great devotional about God's Word. But if it's not whetting our appetite for God's Word, so that we actually go the next step and feast on His Word, whether that's a passage or a chapter or a whole book of the Bible, then we're not going the distance. Talking about God is wonderful, and we should, even in this conversation right now. But the hope, the ultimate hope, is that we go the next step, and that we actually dive in, and we taste and see for ourselves how good and how sweet, how saving, how satisfying, and how sanctifying His presence is. Mm -hmm. Talking with Wendy Speak about the 40-day feast, talking about tasting and seeing the goodness of God's Word. So, Wendy, how about you, personally, since you've been... Put this, putting this into practice, what, what has God shown you, or is there something that stands out to you that you probably didn't learn before, but until you started really feasting on God's Word? You know, I would say that the lesson I learned about feasting on God's Word actually was learned when I was fasting from the other things, like specifically social media. It's mm-hmm. so easy to use the excuse that I just don't have the time. Um, when really we have the time to reach over our Bibles on our bedside tables in the morning, grab our phones and see all the notifications, and we fall down those virtual rabbit holes. And at the end of the day, we can open up our phone and see, wow, I was on my phone for four hours and 47 minutes today, but I was too busy to open up God's Word. Mm. I think it was uh, Carolee Cobble who said that most people, the standard reading uh, speed, most people could read through the whole Bible in a year if they gave it 11 minutes a day. Mm. And yet we can give four hours and 47 mm-hmm. uh, minutes, you know, four hours and seven, 47 minutes or however many. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do those distractions on our phones, even good and godly distractions, like using our app to listen to worship music and scrolling through all of the wonderful Bible influencers on Instagram um, and listening to wonderful, nourishing talk radio. But am I actually so connected with everyone else that I'm disconnected from God's Word. So mm. at the end of that 40-day social media fast, one of the main things I commit to personally and encourage others to is this commitment to the Word before the world. Before I open up the World Wide Web, did I open myself up to the one who made the world and put me in it in this time in history and mm. gave me His Word to communicate His love and counsel me through my days? Mm-hmm. And that's going to be my priority. Yeah. Okay. So I've got the big guilt stamp on my forehead now. <laughs> guilt? Guilt? Yeah. Conviction. Let's go with conviction. Okay? Conviction. Oh, there you good. go. There you go. Well, I'm really convicted now, Wendy. Thanks. That's more hopeful because there's yeah. something we can do with conviction, right? Whether you're turning to, to sugar or the sugar of social media, you got a fork in one hand, you got a phone in the other. Yep. But all this consuming has stopped us from consuming the Bible. That's Amen. right. Amen. So give us some suggestions on how to do this, how to start our Bible study. If you were to say, okay, I want one suggestion on an action step I can take today to get mm. me into God's Word, where do we start? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, 
you know, I would say pinpoint what it is you have the time for that's not getting the job done of being God in your life. Hmm. It might be the time you're spending online, or it might be taking all of your hurts and holes and angst to Starbucks every day multiple times. And then say with some simple fast, I'm going to set those things down for a season so that I can get hungry. I can experience some emptiness in my life. And with that emptiness, turn to God's Word and ask Him, God, would you increase my hunger for your filling? Hmm. That's good. Mm -hmm. So if people are wanting to check this out, how would you say that you have this book kind of structured here, Wendy? How is it structured? Absolutely. It's written as 40 easy-to-consume, I say, chapters. And while I hope the book is good, it is not the good book. It is to increase your appetite, whet your appetite for God's Word. So it's written as 40 daily devotions, similarly to the 40-day sugar fast and the 40-day social media fast, so that every day we're going to um, ingest something that's kind of like an appetizer mm -hmm. that gets us ready for the feast that is God's Word. Mm. That's good. One more question, Wendy, and that is for those that find themselves not being able to understand maybe what they're reading or feel like they come to God's Word and they've left without uh, knowing what really they read. Yes. What yeah, sort of help is for that person? Yeah, absolutely. I, I just want to encourage you that that the the Holy Spirit who inspired the writing of the Word can inspire us in the reading of the Word. And just because I'm encouraging you to read the Bible for yourself doesn't mean you need to read it by yourself. Not only do you have the counsel of the Holy Spirit, but there are some very simple and very wonderful um, com uh, commentaries that you can grab. There are some podcasts that'll describe what you've just read if you're reading through the Bible from Genesis to Revelation. Um, but also in the early pages of the 40-Day Feast, I give an overview of what is this biblical narrative. And then I think my last encouragement would be to remember the story of Jesus after he rose from the grave. Yes, he revealed himself to the women and sent them back to the men to tell them uh, that he'd be meeting with them soon. But he also met on the road um, a couple of his disciples that were walking home to Emmaus. And he himself, they were very confused. They didn't understand what they were living. And we're reading what they lived, right? Mm -hmm. So they were actually living it face to face with Jesus. And they still didn't understand what was going on. So if you feel confused, know that you're in good company. His disciples that were with him were confused. But Jesus, in his kindness, met them in their confusion and explained it to them. And I just want to encourage you, it's okay if you're confused. There is help, His Holy Spirit. Ask Jesus Himself for revelation. Mm -hmm. Read a commentary. Listen to a podcast. Get a friend who is a little more, um, you know, has a little more veteran years on you of Bible reading. Or see if there's a, a Sunday school class at your church that could help you to understand what this Bible is all about. If you feel confused, I want to encourage you that God's Word isn't confusing. We just don't know it yet. We just don't understand it. So let's take the time humbly to pray that God would give us eyes to see, ears to hear, a mind to understand, and a heart to experience His love for us. Amen. That's Wendy Speak. The book is called The 40-Day Feast, Taste and See the Goodness of God's Word. Wendy, God bless you. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me.